This episode of Horror Movie Talk is brought to you by S-Mart. Shop smart, shop S-Mart. And now, a word from Horror Movie Talk. Tired of political unrest? Worried about the state of the world? Have the Rona and just need a little pick-me-up before they put you down? Here at Horror Movie Talk, we hear you. The last time we raged against the machine, David shit his pants, and Bryce was found in Belize with his kidney removed. For this reason, we will do our best to make HMT a safe space for you. All horror movie talk, all the time. No political opinions, no real-world scenarios. Only the soothing sounds of chainsaw-wielding killers running you down, total body eviscerations, and godless demon sex. Horror movie talk. We promise that you won't learn anything but horror movies. Welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. Also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Wow, that didn't sound good. Welcome to Horror Movie Talk, the show so bad it's good. The oh wait, um, the <laughs> hang on, hang on. I'm your host David Day, and over there is Brian Hanson, your other host. And you guys should check out our website at HorrorMovieTalk.com. From there, you can find links to all of our social media. We got Facebook. We got Twitter. We got LinkedIn. We got YouTube. We got Reddit. We got it all, baby. So make sure to check it all out. We post new episodes every single Wednesday. So make sure to subscribe and leave a rating for us on Apple Podcasts because that we have we have some goals people I, in fact I'm going to state at the top of this episode I'm going to state more than the the goal that we've been stating we've been stating that we have a goal of 200 Apple Podcast ratings that's a big that will help us in a big way that way we can get onto Rotten Tomatoes eventually hopefully crossing our fingers but also I would like to propose another goal a thousand followers on Facebook uh, I know there's a lot of you out there who have not liked us on Facebook, but it makes us more uh, it makes us better when we can reach out to you and uh, and, you know, share episodes, let you know, you know, stuff that's going on. And it's mm -hmm. one of our main lines of communication. Twitter is also great. It's a little harder for me because I don't do the Twitter. Bryce does the mm -hmm. Twitter. I do most of the Facebook. I don't know. It's kind yeah. of split anyway that's another goal if you haven't liked our facebook please do so we sure do appreciate it today is going to be a fantabulous show because you know it's a mixed bag this rona thing mm. you know on the yeah. one hand society seems to be breaking down to a certain extent <laughs> on the other hey, hand we weren't getting political david on the other hand 
Um, you know, we just get to just review bangers, banger after banger after banger, because there's nothing new coming out to shit it all up. Yeah. So today we're going to be reviewing Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. This is the movie that may be responsible for my love of horror movies. Maybe. Um, I, when I, I remember watching this as a young, as a young middle schooler or something like that and just being, wow. This is the first time that I've watched it. What? Are you kidding? <laughs> no. Wow. I, I think I've seen Evil Dead like yeah. a couple times. Sure. Yeah. And it was okay. I But like I didn't understand the love for it. I think I've seen clips from uh, Army of Darkness too. But like I, I get why it's such a phenomenon with Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2 is – it's – the sweet spot. Yeah. It's really, it, it made a genre, kind of. This weird comedy horror genre. Yeah. So, today, we'll be talking about Evil Dead 2. Hooray! Yay! And we'll start out by giving a brief review and our score for the movie. We score on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being bad, 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 not good. 5 being totally average, uh, a film that hits all the expected marks. And 10 being so good that it transcends genre boundaries and is just a fantastic movie. After we give our score, we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film. Later in this episode, we'll be doing... It came from social media. So that's where we talk about things that you people did to us over social media. And remember to like us on Facebook and Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) So as I said, we watched Evil Dead 2. I watched it on Amazon. Is that where you caught it? Yep. Uh, Rented it. Yeah. And if you'd like to rent it, you can head on over to HorrorMovieTalk.com and you can click through the link on our web in the post for this uh for this episode or you can just click through the link at the top of the page it says buy stuff on amazon then you buy stuff on amazon or you rent it and then we get a little bit of that money a little bit of that um this movie has been a favorite of mine since i was a little kid the combination of stop motion practical effects and bruce campbell's amazing physical acting makes for one of the best comedy horrors ever 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 made so without further ado let's get into the trailer. Four years ago, in this quiet forest, in this cozy cabin, something happened. Something so frightening. Something so deadly. Something so evil. We prayed it would never happen again. Now, from the creator of Evil Dead, comes Evil Dead 2. Dead by Dawn. 
Dang. Like, oh, man, so much. So much good. It's kind of weird how they, in this trailer, they treat it as, like, the sequel. It's weird that they named it a sequel. I know. <laughs> it's so weird. Because it's kind of a paint by colors of the first one. Yeah, it's, I mean. Paint by numbers. It's a. Uh... It's not the same as the first one, but it's basically the it's same a idea. Yeah, it's a yeah. temp. It's like templated off of the exact. It's instead all, of all the same elements are yeah, there. Instead of the, I mean, in the first one, they all four come together, right? Yeah. So it's like a, a group of four, like generic cabin in the right. woods plot. Yeah. Um, the and this bridge one, is the bridge leaving. Same right. thing happens. Like there's in this one, they throw back to the tree scene. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and they've got the person in the in the basement. Yeah, it's not, but it's not as big of a deal as in the first one. All right, I, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that's what I've heard is that basically Evil Dead Two is a remake of the first one at a higher budget. Right, but it's different enough. I mean, it stars the same guy. I know, and he goes to the same place, <laughs> like you were saying. It's like it's so, in the synopsis on Amazon, it's like Ash. Goes back to the cabin <laughs> and it's like, but there's no illusion that he has ever been there before. Uh, and, and obviously <laughs> he, he, he doesn't, forgot. he forgot like, oh, don't play this tape recorder. Oh, they rebuilt the bridge. <laughs> oh, great. We don't have to walk. <laughs> they rebuilt it. Uh, oh, shit. The bridge is out again. Uh, Evil Dead 2 is the story of Ash and his girlfriend, Annie, who drive deep into the woods to have a nice time breaking and entering into a cabin that isn't theirs. Following their felony, Ash stumbles upon the Necronomicon Ex Mortis, a.k.a. the Book of the Dead. The book served as a passageway to evil worlds beyond, written long ago when the seas ran red with blood. This is the fucking metalist shit. Oh, my God. This blood was used to ink the book. In the year 1300 A.D., the book disappeared, but it has resurfaced at this cabin in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> I assume. Um, Ash plays a tape recorder with the translation of the pages of from the book, and that's enough to unleash more evil than they bargained for. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh, uh, we're having Sabrina, fun here. Don't just stare at it; eat it. <laughs> what? We're having fun here. I'll bring horror fun. movie talk. Having fun. My review of Evil Dead Two from 1987 is: This is like we were just saying. This is kind of a remake of the first movie that started it all, but never mentions but, or assumes yeah. that this first ever happened. Yeah, it's a very strange idea. Uh, it's the, like a. It's it's like literally a reboot. Yeah, it's a reboot. I can't imagining. You, you can't even say it's a soft reboot because no. it uses the exact same, same character guy. without saying that he's ever been there before. Yeah, and the th same things happen all over again. Yeah, as though this has happened before. Um, and it's by Sam Raimi. This is, I was talking to Bryce while the trailer was playing. I was saying this is when I hear the name Sam Raimi, I just go Evil Dead Two. Uh huh. I just that's. I go Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two, right? And then to a lesser extent, Spider Man, mm -hmm. and uh, and it's just he's such a this the, he did so much to pioneer so many brilliant fucking things in these movies. Oh man, it just kills me. Yeah, 
It's a, This is not a step-by-step remake, and it differs in a lot of ways, but the premise is very similar. People go to a cabin in the woods, find the Book of the Dead, and are attacked by a long-dead evil. Where the f- first movie is deadly serious and quite disturbing, Evil Dead 2 takes a much more comedy-based approach while maintaining an incredible array of shocking, shocking visuals. The effects in this are so over the top that it's pushed into goofy, nervous laughter territory. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think... Yeah, I think saying it's a comedy horror, I don't even know if that's right, but it's like a slapstick horror. Yeah, it's vaudevillian. Yeah, Yeah. I, I wrote down while I was watching it, it reminded me of the vibe of silent movies. Yeah, he's Pratt falling all over the place. Pratt falling, like, just the over-emoting expressions and just the, yeah, over-the-top acting and not a lot of dialogue for, like, the first half of the movie. For the first half. It's just him acting off himself with no one to go off of and nothing to, like, it's like, wow. Every time I watch it, I'm more impressed than the time before. I'm like, Mm -hmm. god damn, this is... It's just brilliant. Every everything about it I love. Um couple these super cool effects with Bruce Campbell's most incredible performance of all time. He carries this movie in a way that amazes me every time I watch it. For almost half this film, like we said, Campbell manages to act alone against nothing with with nothing to react to and his energy is just off the charts. Is I don't know how like this is like Jim Carrey or beyond. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, absolutely. It's just incredible, and I don't know where he got it. And he's not the only one. Like the the other actors are bringing it. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah. Like they are, de- especially like the the hillbilly guy. Yeah. Like he was way over the top too. He's great, and his girlfriend. I can't remember her name. Is like Bambi or something like that. This time around. I noticed, I was like, I know that person. I was like, Carrie, who is that? And she's like, I don't know, nobody. And then I was like, oh, I looked up her IMDb. I was like, oh, she was in One Life to Live and General Hospital. My mom <laughs> watched General or One Life to Live her whole life. And so every day I'd see this woman's face and be like, huh. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, this bitch is the bitch that was on One Life to Live for like 25 years. So be honest. Did you did you watch it ever with your mom? I mean, you know, because it wasn't the channel was not allowed to be changed during that time. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. But uh, it was only, you know, it was just osmosis kind of stuff. Yeah, I see. There's a lot of shows that I've watched mostly because my mom watched them and I was in I the room, watched the, yeah. them with her. Mm-hmm. But I'm unapologetic for liking them. Like, I, I, I didn't like it. It There's nothing as lacking in substance as one life opera. to live. Yeah. It was so. Yeah, soap operas are pretty bad. But, you know, I would watch Grey's Anatomy. And that's basically a soap opera. Grey's Anatomy is. It started the formula, though, right? right? This this new gen formula of like keep you on your toes, yeah. like leave it hanging, and then like yeah, or yeah, I yeah. Guess. Finally, in my review, I really enjoy how much this movie manages tension with silence and stillness, juxtaposed with loudness and chaos. It's a classic that's based on a classic, and Ash gets a sawed off chain, a sawed off <laughs> shotgun, and chainsaw for. A hand uh, 
to spoilers to to make the most badass pairings of weapons since peanut butter and chainsaws for hands. <laughs> <laughs> I give this movie a high 10 out of 10. What do you think? Um, I really, really enjoyed it. And I see the the place it has. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very much one man's vision. Yeah. Realized and very consistent. Um, that being said, it's not necessarily for me, mm. um, but I give it eight, eight out of 10. Uh, what, and what makes it not for you? Can you pin, can you pin that down a little better? Um, did you watch this last night? Yeah. Okay. And this morning I finished it this morning. Oh, okay. Um, there's just not that much substance. It's just, it's thing. It's after very, thing it's after very thing. simple. It's yeah. very simple premise and that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad but it's not like you know i've said before i'm more of like like character driven stuff or like this is a chain together series of events yeah yeah not not to say that ash isn't a character but it's he's much more of like a just like a a superhero a badass yeah person placed in circumstances right exactly he's not he's not He's less a person and more of a character, like a superhero. Yeah. I mean, he's, he starts out with, like, kind of a regular, semi-goofy guy yeah. in the beginning and then turns into a superhero at the end. Mm-hmm. And there's not really... I don't know. It, it's a great movie. It's just not 10 out of 10 for me. I gotcha. That's fair. There it, there needs to be a little more for me to say it's 10 out of 10. I hear you. Yeah, I definitely do. It. Yeah, and I think I think... You're, I think the fact that it's the first time you've seen it, I think, man, I, I don't know. I Like I said, every time I see this, I'm just, I'm just more amazed than I was yeah. last time. I just see things that are like, this was 1987? Yeah. I mean, the other thing is that I'm probably not in the best headspace <laughs> to yeah. like enjoy it right now. So that's, uh, that's the other thing. We'll get like, into that in the after pod, which <laughs> brings us to our next point, which is Patreon. You guys, if, uh, you know, we produce this show for free, um, every week and it takes a lot of our time and a lot of our love. I love doing it. I love talking to everybody, but it does, you know, it, it would be nice if it, if it started paying for itself and it's doing so more and more every week. And that's because of kind people like you who decide to become a Patreon, uh, a patron on Patreon. And our Patreon is HorrorMovieTalk dot or Patreon.com slash HorrorMovieTalk. And this week we have four new Patreon members to thank. I can't believe it. I think it was, I think it was just three. I think we, th- we thanked, uh, anyways, we'll, we'll thank them all. It yes. We, we have Chris, who is different from Chris P, but also, we also <laughs> love Chris P. Yeah. Chris P. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but name spelled the same, another Chris mm-hmm. with a K. And then also Ross H, who's Kitty H's husband and, I, they're a great. They're my favorite couple. They're my favorite couple for sure because she, because Ross hates horror movies but loves his wife. Yeah. 
<laughs> and he tolerates her love of horror movies and became a Patreon and member. And he's a big fan of the show because he gets to experience the movies without watching them. Right. Or we get to, yeah, we get to like lead him into them. Yeah. This is what, this is what I keep saying to people who are like, ah, I'm scared of horror movies. I'm like, then you would love the show. And they go, no, that, that couldn't be. And I was like, the show isn't terrifying. The movies are. Right. The show's fun. Yeah. Anyways, so, have, have you, um... Have you uh, social media stalked them at all on no, Facebook? No, I'm not a yeah. creepy guy. Yeah, I, I do. I click through to their profiles, and they've got, they're just an adorable couple. They've got their wedding photos on there. Oh, on their Patreon? On No, on his Facebook. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Well, Brian? I mean, they follow us, so. I okay, mean, fair I, enough. I, I fair enough. Stalk. <laughs> and he's got, he's got a, a, a leather vest that I'm a. Uh, jealous of in his wedding photos and I, he's got like the hand of the king pin what's that from uh game of thrones oh that's dorky so, ross that's dorky i'm sorry buddy no he's awesome yeah he is awesome and then we also have brandon s and brett k i can't believe the outpouring of support we got this week it was it's great yeah well i thank you thank you guys so much and a big part of what's going on on Patreon is we record a whole nother podcast called The Afterpod, where we talk about, uh, you know, our lives and what's going on. Recently, uh, you know, both of us, you know, we've succumbed a little bit to, <laughs> just a little bit, to what's what's going on out there. We try and keep the show free from that, as, as I stated the, at the beginning of the show, you know, Horror Movie Talk cares about you. Yeah, we try to keep our misery quarantined into the afterpod. Right. Yes. So if if misery is what you're looking for right now, you know, the afterpod wasn't always misery. Mm-hmm. It's just recently become misery as mm-hmm. because of the misery. Right. So anyways, yeah, check out the Patreon. We got different uh, perks, small and big and for all levels. So just, you know. Check it out. Do what you can for us. We appreciate it. And if if and just give what you can. Uh, and we're always happy mm-hmm. to to have new Patreon. But members. we're especially thankful that you're listening right now. Yeah. The other thing that we have to offer you is Shutter. Um, you've heard of Shutter. I'm not going to talk about it. But if you want to try it out, use HMT at checkout for a 30 day free trial. Try it out. Uh, we've already talked about Amazon. We've got a link in the banner of our website to buy stuff on Amazon. If you're going to buy anything on Amazon while you're stuck at home, or if you're going to rent any of the movies that we're talking about, click through that button in the banner and we'll get a little taste. Um, special thank you to our resident artist, Dustin Goebel, who's a professional artist who fucks hard. He also takes commissions for artwork from HMT fans. Uh, he's at D-G-O-E-B-E-L. Zero zero on Instagram, dgobel00. And this week is very important. It's a big week. It's, it's a big a week. Big week. Because Dustin has been hard at work oh. helping us. I'm so excited. Rebrand. Well, not rebrand, but to create a new logo and a new, a new look for Horror Movie Talk. And we are pumped. It's going to be unveiled on the uh, wide release of this episode. Um, hopefully I can get everything up in time. Um, but you'll see just a, such a kick-ass logo that Dustin made for us, and we're very, very appreciative. Your compliment was sufficient, Lewis. Okay, Bryce, calm down. All right. No, and then also, finally, you can, if you like that song at the beginning of our show, check out Max underscore Allen. I think it's actually Max 
dot d dot allen now on instagram oh he can't change it on us well. it's well it's max allen uh, one two three five uh in some iteration of that uh you check him out on instagram and uh and you know he's if you're a podcaster and you're listening to this this kid can handle your intro or outro music or any kind of you know any of your drop needs he can yep. he can do it so check him out try him out Try them out. And with that, thanks again for listening. So let's get into spoilers. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Spoilers. If you, uh, if you've late to the, you know, it's only been 33 years since this movie came out. So I don't know. Maybe yeah, get your shit together. Get your shit together. <laughs> what um, kind of moron would wait this long to see <laughs> evil dead too? <laughs> I can't believe that Bryce prefers Van Patten's card to mine. I can't believe Bryce hasn't you, seen this movie. You know what you should do? You should cut that to stop right at Bryce. I can't believe Bryce. And then you'd finish the sentence. Oh, that's good. I can't believe Hang on, let me, let me try. I can't believe that Bryce... Oh, oh, almost. Uh, I'll give it one more shot. That Bryce. He goes, I can't believe that Bryce... Hasn't seen this movie yet. Right. It's yeah, just yeah, incredible. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so we start this movie and it's like... It, How many movies have used the Necronomicon? Is, is my first question. I mean, at and, least three. <laughs> and is this the first one? Uh, that's a really good question. It seems like something we should know. Because ne Necronomicon is them. definitely from Lovecraft, right? Like, is that his invention? I, ge I guess. Yeah, I probably. Because he has a book called Necronomicon, I think. Okay. Um, anyways, yeah, it's a great device. It's like... A book that you shouldn't read. Right. And everyone reads it. Everybody fucking reads <laughs> this Fucking thing. morons. Inked in. Oh, what? It's, it's it seems to be written in uh, in red. Yeah. Huh. Wonder what that could be. And it's dark, just, dark red and has horrible, has, horrible images of uh, dead things corpses. come to life. Yeah. And, huh. Let's read it. <laughs> it's, 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 oh, it's, uh, it's bound in human skin. Did I mention yeah. that? It's got a face on it. All right. Yeah. Let's read it. Mm-hmm. That's just any anybody would be like, oh, this is how horror movies start. Yeah, and they be. I right. mean, even just seeing the book cover, you get it. You don't need any explanation. But in this movie, they do give a backstory for the Necronomicon about what it is, which is which is nice. Yeah. So as I read in the synopsis, the ne Necronomicon Ex Mortis, aka the Book of the Dead, uh, served as a passageway to the evil worlds beyond, written long ago when the seas ran red with blood, and this blood was used to ink the book. In the year 1300 AD, the book just kind of disappeared. And uh, and there's kind of like this uh, stop motion intro with a bunch of cool animation effects of like demons and like flying demons and shit yeah. coming at they you. They do what is it the um, the steady cam? I can't remember what they call it, but the the technique that they used is that they would screw the camera onto like a two by four, oh, and they'd yeah. have two people on either side, and they just run run things. And I think I think they would. It's probably in in slow motion or whatever, or sped up in post. But yeah, they basically carry this 
two by four and, and run it through. Yeah. It was a really low tech yeah. solution to make like a really cool effect. Yeah. And, and this movie is chalk full of that kind of stuff. Like these camera, uh, these long camera shots that are sped up mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and on, on rails seemingly. I'm sure that IMDB actually says I didn't, I didn't read everything, but the the effect of the, like the shutter speed or something that makes it really feel frenetic. Like, I don't know if what they, does frenetic mean? Just like, um, busy, busy mm. or speedy. You okay. Know? Yes. Um, but yeah, you get this real intensity energy in the, in the shot just from like, it feels like it's slightly sped up. But it's like the leaves are moving too fast. Yeah. Kind of. Or it feels like even the live action stuff is kind of feel stop motion. Yeah. You know, I don't know how to describe it, but um, yeah, there's there's lots of techniques that really like amp up the energy throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's definitely a playground for just cool effects and ideas that. Yeah. uh, And 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 every single one of them is pulled off so intensely and when you start getting into the puppetry and it starts getting kind of corny Mm -hmm. it just goes so full throttle into it this is this is what sam raimi does great with practical effects is it it looks campy Mm -hmm. originally but it's so full throttle full throttle that that it just works because it's it's just that high energy stuff right you know and the thing about it is like the overarching feel of this is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's very fun to watch. Fun violence. I'll tell you what, you'll love this. Aaron, uh, you can tell how how much uh <laughs> we'll talk about it in the afterpod. Um how much support Aaron wants to give me because she she asked if I wanted to if she, if I wanted her to watch the movie with me, if I needed companionship while I watched it, Aww. and I was like, "Oh yeah, sure, why not?" She sat and watched it, and we've had Aaron on the podcast before, and she is not a horror fan. She does not like being scared. She had a blast watching yeah. this movie. Yeah, like she was laughing, like it was. She just like Ross. It was a fun experience. Yeah, for her. So I mean, definitely, if you're afraid of horror movies or you know people that are scared. This is like a good gateway because it's really fun. It's over the top. It's not you particularly can't, you scary. You can't take it's just it too of, seriously. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it's insanity. But it has all the gore and like special effects that make the genre fun. Yeah, and some good scares, you know, some good easy scares. Yeah, like jump. Yeah, jump, jump scares. scares. But and they're also funny. They're also funny. Because they're so unexpected. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. So we get kind of we get Bruce Campbell, he's head and his girlfriend Annie, uh Ash and Annie headed up into the mountains to a deserted cabin and she's like I don't know if we should go, but he's like let's go. It'll be it'll be a blast. Last time I was here I had a great time. And uh and like I said earlier his his acting is like just he's vaudevillian. I don't yeah. know how he got this way because it's 1987 yeah, it's, and he's like, it feels like in his twenties. You know what it is? It's like stage acting. Yeah. In ups. It's very like broad. Like the, the entire, well, the entire movie is very broad and very large in the moves that it makes. Yeah. And his expressions are 
very big. Yeah, he's like he's like Jim Carrey. Um, he's like the horror version of Jim Carrey. Yeah, I I said I turned to Aaron and I was like, you know what? They should have done like ten years ago. I mean, I guess this did happen ten years ago. Uh, make a remake of Evil Dead Two, and that exactly happened. That exactly happened. Oh wait, but, no, no, that was a remake of the original Evil Dead, yeah. not the Evil um, Dead Two. Do Evil Dead Two and cast Dwayne Johnson as Ash. Oh, and just have him do his wrestling. Yeah, just totally expressive. Like the eyes are very super. Familiar. Oh, oh my god, that's perfect. Yeah, that would be perfect. Yeah, I'd love to see The Rock be Ash. In a I, film, I would love to see that. <laughs> and I'm not. A, I'm not even a fan of Dwayne Johnson. I'm like, I've, I'm a. I'm yeah. I mean, I don't care. He's a fine actor, right. and it seems it seems like a very salt of the earth person. But yeah, I don't have any strong. But he would be dead on for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, they find the tape recorder in the cabin. They listen to it. It's an archaeologist. He has found the Book of the Dead, and now he's translating it in this recording. And as Ash is listening to this recording, we get now the evil awakes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the and the, the camera starts moving through the woods. It's like this train effects. Yeah, the sound is so great in this movie, too, because it's... It's also over the top. Yeah. It's and like it communi- a train. It communicates so much. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is intense growling, and it's getting more intense. <laughs> yeah, it's like Goku in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> it's like, uh, and it cuts back and forth between it, and it's so sudden. What's the one where the uh, the hillbilly is, <laughs> is yelling something, and he it cuts mid-word? To like that shot of like the yeah. the Evil Dead, yeah. you know, running up to uh-huh. him, and then it cuts back and he finishes the word, yeah. and it goes back. It's like just very, it's you see the cuts. Like there's there's not yeah there's not any subtlety at all at all. Like you are taken out of the suspension of disbelief, and you know that you're watching something artificial, yeah, in front of you because of it. But it's effective and really fun it's effective and it's you've never seen it used before or since right like you know it's it's one of these things it's totally a sam raimi move that no one else attempts i'm not exactly sure why maybe just because it just fits in this very specific movie or you'll see it but it'll be in short spurts it'll be like an effect on a scene or a moment and not like an entire movie based right. on it. Right, exactly. Yeah, and so and so this thing, this evil is coming through the woods at him. It blows down the door. It goes through another door. It immediately kills Annie or and, you know and takes her off into the woods. You know what I was actually just reminded of? Like the effect that's very similar. Um, like Monty Python has done something similar before. So you remember in Holy Grail where they're when, running at the camera? Yeah, when dun, when dun, the dun, 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 dun. the okay, there's the scene with like the two guards in yeah. front of the castle and they're watching the guy approach and they're seeing the guy run from afar off He's eating like, an apple. Ah! Yeah. And it like cuts back to him and the guy is always like always far in 500 yards yeah. away yeah. every time they cut to him and the the guards <laughs> are just kind of watching him off in the distance. The, in the camera, he you never see him closer than like a hundred yards, and then it cuts back to the guards, and all of a sudden they get stabbed. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're like eating an apple. Like, huh? Is there a guy out there? And then, oh, 
<laughs> he kills yeah. him. Yeah, that's right. It is kind of yeah. it's very Monty there's, Python. There's 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 a couple moments in this movie kind of like that. Yeah, so it breaks it breaks through the window. Oh, it breaks through the window the first time and mm-hmm. takes Linda. Uh not Oh, Linda. Why do I keep calling her Annie? Is she Annie or Linda? Oh, Annie is the girlfriend of the man. I, you guys, I'm just some fucking idiot. You See, know, this is, this is why I put the the cast at the end last time. Okay, you're so good. We always so bad. we always have this problem. I, that was the first time I did it. Was last time, and it was useful. I think we need to do that. Okay. Minutes. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I'm gonna look it up real quick just to make sure. Okay. So let's see. Yeah, I'm right. It's it's Linda. Annie is another girl in this movie. So. Uh, Linda, you know, gets taken, uh, there's, and then, and then it's, it's just into the action. Now, now we start this first half of the movie where Ash is basically fighting this kind of unseen evil or it's, it's infecting him. And, uh, you know, he, he tries, he see, they, before this evil gets to them, they're dancing Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then the evil takes Linda and she's off you see her dead dancing mm-hmm. around like cavorting around in the woods mm-hmm. in in stop motion cl- or in claymation well wait she he kills her first like he he's led out to the woods she like yes. instantly tries to attack him she yes. he cuts off her head with a shovel like immediately no hesitation whatsoever She's like, like fuck this bitch <laughs> <laughs> barriers are in under some gravel and carries on. It's an interesting move. And you think you'd, you'd it's an l- interesting first move, right? You got a girlfriend, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe she's, maybe she's a little friskier than most of your other girlfriends. Uh-huh. She jumps on you in the woods and your knee jerk reaction is just lop her head off. Uh-huh. This is I, bitch came at me. What do you want me to do? Yeah. I had to kill her in the most gr- grotesque way possible. And then, yeah, later she reappears you know, undead and dancing around, dancing around her head, like was rolling around doing, doing crazy stop motion things. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's cool. And, uh, and that, yeah. So now we start this, this kind of half hour long thing of, of Ash being chased by this. It, it's an unseen evil, right? It's the camera. Yeah. Is, is the but evil. It, it possesses people and turns them into, monsters basically yeah into uh the deadites Mm -hmm. but uh but but ash can kind of fight it he there's yeah it's kind of weird because he got he turns into evil ash at some point yeah he caught it and then like he the sun shines on him and the i guess it doesn't like sun so covid 19 (laughs) covid 19 (laughs) covid 19 yeah i blow The wind of God. <laughs> the wind of God. No, so, like, the sun comes out and shines away the, the COVID-19. <laughs> and then later, it, he gets bitten on the hand, and, and just his hand is possessed. Yeah. Which is Oh, uh, that's the best part of the movie. Uh-huh. That's, that's, that's the best part yeah, of the movie. Yeah, that is the best part of the movie, when it's just Ash <laughs> with his hand. And his hand is, like, making sounds at him, and it's just, it's just him standing there. <laughs> And he and wiggling his hand around, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, I gotta get away from my hand!" And, like, and it's just like smashing plates over his head, and it knocks him out. Yeah. And then it starts crawling yeah. towards a, a cleaver, and you're like, "Like, you know what it's going for? It wants uh-huh. to get off of him." But how would it accomplish that, Bryce? <laughs> how would it cut itself off with a cleaver? Oh, you know. try. Can you? I can't. Yeah, I can't work the angle. 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess it would set up a deadfall trap. (laughs) 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 Like it would set up, uh, you know, like bail the guillotine and then put itself in it. Well, I don't think the the laws of physics really apply to it because later in the film, it (laughs) stabs a woman in the back. (laughs) Yeah. Where's the force coming from? Yeah. How did it it get off the ground? It's a little two pound hand. Yeah. What what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot of uh, like manipulation of time and space too. You like you yeah. said, the sun goes up, the sun goes down. It's very eerie. The bridge is out when he's like, "I gotta get the fuck out of here." The bridge is out, and it looks like a big hand on both sides, yeah. kind of like just torn asunder, like something horrific has happened. Yeah. So he cuts off his hand. He cuts off his hand, and then cue the most iconic moment. Uh, uh, involving blood that I I can think of. It's right up there with f- f- uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the getting uh-huh. sucked into the bed, and The Shining. Right. With the blood getting off the elevator on the... That's strange. It usually gets off on the second floor. <laughs> yeah, so he, the hand runs into a mouse, a mouse, uh, uh, like a little hole in the wall that a mouse is sitting in, and then it's it's... It's made evident to you via sound and the and the usage of the camera that it's running around in the walls. And Ash knows he's got to kill this thing uh-huh. because it's evil. It has is, it is left his body and it's running around and he's got a shotgun uh-huh. and he starts shooting at the wall. Bang, bang. And out of one of the holes, a little dribble of blood. Just drip, drip, drip. And then it, more. And then more blood. And then... Like a hose worth of blood. Like and then a, a geyser. fire hydrant of blood just <laughs> blasting, blasting out of the wall at him. I remember the first time I saw this just being like, like <laughs> laughing with my mouth as far, like, ah, uh, like as far open as it could be. And, and just being like, this is insane. And then the blood turns black. And yeah. then it all reverses. It like sucks off of of everything that it was on. Like there's tremendous amounts of black and red blood all over the place. And then it's just gone. Yeah. It's crazy. It's great. Um how how, how do you get good at like this like really Pratt fall sort of like physical humor. Like there are some people who are insanely good at it. Bruce Campbell's one of them. You got Jim Carrey and then you got like Chevy Chase. Yeah. I think first criteria is you have to be pretty athletic. Yeah. Like even, even like the fat guys. Yes. That do Pratt falls like, like uh, Chris Farley yeah. and, um, and Kevin James. Like they, oh, yeah. they're very good at like Pratt fall and physical comedy, but it's one of those things where like, they were athletes, yeah. you know, in, like, high school and stuff. Like, they are very, like, Chris Farley, I've heard stories that, like, he's, like, really strong. Yeah, I'm and, sure. And, like, just really could do it. And you couldn't act that way if you're weak and you, like, couldn't brace yourself because you'd literally, like, break your bones. Yeah, if for that, sure. That big. So I think the first prerequisite is you got to be very athletic. Good one. And control of your body. And then you have to, like, have no shame about how you look you you can't you yeah. gotta know like yes yeah, you are send going it. full for it yeah send it every time like and it has to look ridiculous yeah. like there's an aspect of it that and i don't feel like it gets enough love because mainly because i ne- i never really i never really understood it you know I, it was just when i was growing up it was just kind of 
normal thing. You know, it's it's not part it's, of acting now, really. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like one person in a generation gets to be the physical comedian. Yeah. Like, and it's so rare, rarely done well, that it is truly exceptional when, when you see someone that's like, that gets it. Yeah. So, I mean... I feel like Chris Prattfall... <laughs> Pratt would be a good. I I think he he is pretty good at it. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of yeah, I guess not. physical comedy from him. But like, go back and watch like Seinfeld and Michael Richards, and it's oh, uh, oh my amazing God. how funny someone can be just with their body, That's just it. wiggling around. Yeah, yeah. Just like try try to make someone <laughs> laugh with just your body. Yeah, that is insane. That's. That's pretty. That's a pretty good point. Yeah, yeah. Michael Richards, man. Holy yeah. shit! And yeah, Michael Richards, Jim Carrey, you know, uh, Chevy Chase, Chevy Chase. Um, Did you say Chevy Chase? Chevy. Yeah. You call him Chevy. Chevy. Chevrolet Chase. Yeah, Chevrolet okay. Chase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chevy uh, Blazer. Yeah. So. Yeah, it truly is uh, interesting to watch. And I think it, it is underappreciated because you're like, oh, well, that's dumb. He just fell down. He just like, fell down. No, he fell down funny. That's something yeah. that most people cannot do. Yeah, and he... Because it's about timing. He kills that in and this control. movie. control. Yeah. yeah, and, I, and I, I had heard people talk, of, you know, like, at first I just took it for granted. I didn't understand <laughs> the, the art of it all. <laughs> um, went forward on one of the bullets. Uh, Bobby Joe gets the treatment. <laughs> hey, leave me alone. Is that rape seed? <laughs> you, you I stole your thunder. Away. I stole your thunder, but that's great. Yeah. So the 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 physical aspect of of uh, of the acting that he does, I never really appreciated it. And then I heard people talk about it, and and in the way that you just did, where it's like there's. There's a real, um, uh, like, respect for people mm -hmm. who can really do it and send it. Mm -hmm. And the amount of abuse that their body actually takes mm -hmm. is substantial. Like, mm -hmm. there's – old Chevy is rumored to be in basically in pain a lot. Yeah. You know, he has a lot of joint issues and back problems and resulting just, from yeah. that. And it just takes a lot of energy to pull it off. Yeah. Like I mean, gotta... yeah. You, and think how many takes it must take mm -hmm. to get that right. How many right. times do you have to fall down on the ground and have your hand bonk you over the head with a with a pretend plate? Sure, it's pretend, yeah. but it's still bonking you on the head. Yeah, yeah. So to get it just right takes commitment. So um, let's see here. What's what's the next good point? Uh, so the other people show up at the house. There's like oh 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 before they do before they do just one more thing. There's a scene in this movie that's so insane and it comes right after the hand shoot, right after he shoots the hand where all, where the evil gets into all the, uh, the whole house. Like it's like the house is possessed with this mm -hmm. evil and the deer that's mounted on the right. wall looks over at him and he's like, <laughs> and then he looks at the lamp and the laugh is, ha 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 and the whole house begins to like all the books are laughing right. and and the whole house is just like mm. and ash starts getting into it <laughs> and then he's he's like bouncing up and down with the lamp i i laugh every time <laughs> every time i see that i'm like this is brilliant yeah the amount of coordination like they rigged ever there must have been so many fishing lines in that room mm. it was 
I yeah. love I love that. Yeah, scene. that was a great scene. So people show up at the house. So the who shows up at the house is the professor that was on the tape. His, his daughter, daughter found and- some pages, missing pages from the Necronomicon on her excursion off oh, okay. somewhere far away. And, and so her- she's headed to the cabin to show dad her yeah, pages. With her boyfriend. And then along the way, they see the bridge is out. <laughs> and um, there's a hillbilly guy that I don't know what his job there was other than just to look at the bridge. Um, he was driving <laughs> he was, a tow yeah, truck. Yeah, he had to set up a uh, oh, he set a up little a barricade. Sign. Yeah, a little barricade in case you <laughs> don't miss the bridge out. I know you. You just don't want to keep yeah. driving past the this bridge. Point. Is basically some pylons pointed straight up. Yeah. So there's your your car would run into it anyways. Right. You don't need a barricade. Anyways, he was there to set up a barricade, and they're like, hey. What's up with the bridge? He's like, can't go. Me and my girlfriend are here protecting you from the bridge that's out. And his his girlfriend's Bobby Joe. This is the girl that I, I said was on uh, one, okay. one Life to Live. So they all decide that Hillbilly's going to lead them over, you know, on ground to... To the cabin. To the cabin. And so when they arrive, they see Ash there. And then the Evil Dead attacks, basically. Right. He, Ash Ash fires upon them as they knock at the door because, well, he thinks it's the Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. And it's not. And then, you know, so they get off on the wrong foot, you uh-huh. could say. You could say they get off on the wrong wrong foot. And then, um, and then so they throw him into the basement. There, there's, f- what, how many of them? Four, four of them. Four, yeah. four of them, one of him, they overpower him. They throw him down in the basement. Unfortunately, that's where the hag um that was the the girl's mother the wife of the man the the the, um henrietta i think yeah i think it's henrietta her mother or the mom has is now a host to a kandarian demon Mm. and so she's like this witch in the basement right Mm -hmm. and uh and so bruce is down there with her and there's you know there's she becomes a um the the thing in the basement basically right and uh and so he gets out they let him out and she they like they like stomp on her head mm-hmm. you know cuz they got her like the cellar doors open but her head's stuck in it it's mm-hmm. like pincered in there and they jump on it and her eyeball pops out and it and it flies across the room wee with this little root attached to it and it goes into Bobby Joe's mouth uh-huh and um, the eyeball that pops into this, I like to think, okay, this is a thing. There are long periods of time in that actress's life, the actress who played Bobby Joe, that she doesn't remember or consider that she had to catch a fake eyeball in her mouth for one of the best horror movies ever made. You know, sometimes she just forgets about that for months at a time. <laughs> You know, she doesn't even think she's like, hey, remember that time I was in Evil Dead 2, probably the crowning achievement of my career, aside from, I don't know, like Mm -hmm. General Hospital or something like that. And I had to catch a fake eyeball in my mouth and like and then throw it up. And she doesn't even think about that. And I think that's that's something that I like to think about, Mm -hmm. that she forgets about this moment in her life because it's so it's so shocking. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she ends up getting the treatment and uh she's like hey leave me alone because there's trees outside trying to rape her so when she you know when she runs away into the woods she well the trees get a little rapey Mm. 
Um, in the first movie, it's much more disturbing yeah. than in this movie. This is more of like a aggressive embrace and then sucking her into a tree. Right. It is like a straight up rape. Yes. And so we get a little bit more backstory here. In 1300 AD, there's a picture of they're they're like reading the book. Uh Right. And there's like a picture in the book. And it's basically of Ash. Uh And uh, but he's in 1300 AD. And they're like, who's that? Who's that goofball? And they're like, who's that one handed man? Who's that one handed man? He, He was prophesied to have destroyed the evil and was called the hero from the sky. At this point, he turns evil. There's just a bunch of wild violence. Um, yeah, Evil Ash is great. Yes, that is that's a great monster. Yeah, throughout, and it's it's the same thing. Like uh, Bruce Campbell's facial skills are a great asset throughout <laughs> everything. Yeah, and at this point, um, you know, he f- he kind of fends off Evil Ash somehow, and then he's Lin- reminded he he finds his girlfriend's necklace, and he feels really guilty and fends off the evil. That's right, and then Linda attacks him with the chainsaw, headless with the axe. Linda, no, she oh, runs out of the, oh, that's right, that's right, and he. He knocks it back into her neck and she dances oh, around right. in the yeah. in the shed. And it's great because there's blood everywhere. There's oh, oh, and that's how the shed gets covered in blood. Right. There's, there's this badass scene where he knocks the chainsaw that she's running at him with back into she's headless. So the stump of her neck gets a chainsaw embedded in it. Now she's running around. She's like a super hazard because she's still got a chainsaw at full rev and blood goes everywhere in the cabin and it covers up the light. And now all the light in the cabin is red. There's that's just like badass metal scene mm-hmm. after badass metal scene in this movie. And then he fights off the infection, but the, the girl like still goes to attack him when he's normal Ash. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, I'm fine. I'm okay. And then like, Throws her off like it seems like it's okay. He like leans his back against the wall. And then it's one of those moments where it's like, ah, breath of fresh air. And then all of a sudden a giant axe lands right next to his head. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, how didn't he see that coming? Because he was looking. <laughs> right. He was. He had his eyes open it's, the whole time. Yeah. It's so artificial, but so effective. And yeah, it, it just makes a real fun experience. It's a real fun experience. Yeah. The, the thing that's... That, interesting about and it seems to be it seems to be a calling card of Raimi's which is the way he does tension is silence and then loudness yeah or like calmness and then chaos you know and it's in it's in like drag me to hell by the way if you guys haven't seen drag me to hell yeah a little bit more serious than this with undertones of evil dead 2 yeah like there are some serious evil dead 2 undertones in there yeah, it's going to be very interesting. He's he's uh, been appointed to do the next Doctor uh, Strange movie. Doctor, St- oh yeah, the the Marvel, the Doctor Strange yeah. for Marvel. So supposedly it's going to be more horror themed, but it'll. I'm really curious about how those styles will mesh because yeah. the last one was more like kind of psychedelic, like uh, mindfuck effects, uh, magic, and then. They're going to delve into, like, a darker, like, scarier storyline. That's interesting. Um, But, yeah, it'll be interesting. I I mean, I love his work on Spider-Man. And Spider-Man 2, there's a couple scenes where it's like, this is full Raimi. Like, when when Doc Ock, um, they're trying to operate and remove the 
the uh, the arms from his back. Mm-hmm. Like the arms get a mind of their own and start attacking, and that's like full on Evil Dead. Oh in yeah, that movie. Yeah, straight up. And yeah, it's it's weird talking about Raimi because he has such a like he doesn't have a trem- he has not directed a tremendous amount of movies. Right. But each one, like he's shown, he can re- he has a ton of range. Yeah. And, but also a unique style. Yeah. And he was kind of the, I mean, those Spider-Man movies were kind of the first legit superhero movies, if I recall. Those were back in like 2003. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Spider-Man was the first since like the original Superman that actually pulled it off like a very good, well, I don't know. I mean, there is Batman. Yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they're, they've they been around, but it's like, in terms of like Marvel properties, that was the first one that really succeeded. Yeah, and that was for Sony. For like a, and really succeeded in like the premise where the special effects had to catch up with it, you know? Yeah. You, you can put Superman on a table in a green screen and just take out the table and he's flying, oh, yeah. you know, but you can't have a dynamic person swinging through skyscrapers until CGI catches up. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that was successful. I think like people point to as the modern like um, superhero movie in terms of like what we see in uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is probably the first X-Men, which I'd agree with. Okay. It's the first like it feels real. It's in it feels real and not like it doesn't. A, it doesn't feel like uh, like Arnold Schwarzenegger playing uh, 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 Doctor Freeze. Right. Everybody chill. Like like this goofy cartoon version of a, of a comic book. Right. It's, yeah. It's it's real life. And it's more. It's it's like one step removed from the source material. Like Spider Man was very much like we need to tell the story of Spider Man. Yeah. As it is in the comics, with a little tweaks. Like X Men was like. We get the feel and the tone of the characters, yeah. and we'll introduce them and the premise this way. That's a good point. And it's like that—that that was the first time they kind of unlocked that. I mean, that's that's even like that was before Batman Begins. Um, oh, X Men was in terms of like this is a superhero movie treated realistically in a in the real world kind of thing. Yeah. Anyways, we're off on a tangent. Um, yeah, I mean, but yeah, Sam just, Raimi's great. Like, it's he, yeah, he's in a lots lots of different movies, but yeah. everyone loves him for Evil Dead. Yeah, everyone loves him for Evil Dead. I mean, no one, no one who has seen uh, uh, Drag Me to Hell can say a bad word about it. I, yeah. I don't think, I don't think it's, you can have a. I can't think of a better like full on horror movie that's PG thirteen than Drag Me to Hell. It's such, it's so well done. It's yeah. just. Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, so at this point, uh, Ash constructs the hand, the the uh, chainsaw hand, mm-hmm. where he he makes he makes like a sheath for his stump uh-huh. to go into, uh-huh. and like uh, he attaches the pull cord to his chest, and and he's got this like uh, you know it's all it's all it's like a support bra, and he mm. yeah. See, that's the great part about it because there's no lead up to it at all it's just i'm going to the i'm going to the shed and build me a weapon yeah <laughs> just instantly he has like a whole rig yeah with with this chainsaw and then like a holster for a 
double barrel shotgun on his back. Yeah. So that yeah, once he has his chainsaw arm, he t- holds his shotgun and he cuts off the barrel so it's a sawed off shotgun. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing more badass looking than a sawed off shotgun. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing, you know, for people who aren't like big into guns, I'm not big into guns. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to learn about gun the, you, modifications because a sawed off shotgun is just literally a sawed off shotgun. Yeah. And it's just it's just you take a shotgun, you saw saw off the barrel. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all you need to do to get your own sawed off shotgun. I think they're illegal. I don't know. I don't know either. But it's his boomstick. And uh Yeah, that's not I don't think that's that's not even I don't think they in say that in this film. In, yeah, that's, that's an the, army of darkness. Yeah, that hits an army of darkness. So th- so now we have the superhero Ash. You know, this guy who's got a chainsaw for a hand and a shotgun, sawed off shotgun in the other hand, and it's it's uh, like if you see the uh, the 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 poster for Army of Darkness, it's him standing there like a hero, but with a chainsaw for a hand and a shotgun, and the woman is at his, you know, it's like yeah, it's, it's like Star a Conan, yeah. Conan the Barbarian right, or Star right. Wars yeah. movie poster where she's she's fawning up his thigh, uh-huh. you know, she's like, oh, this is Jesus Christ. And why, aren't, like, why aren't there ever any women <laughs> fawning up my thigh? Right. I mean, I've seen one or two. Yeah. Fawn up your thigh, but. Uh, it's not an everyday occurrence. Yeah, which it would be nice. Mm-hmm. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I'll have to talk to Aaron about that. <laughs> she'd be the one. Mm-hmm. You know, she's that's her department. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's her duty. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> or at least, at least she gets the sign off. You get the sign off from right, her. Right, right, right. To make it okay. Hire a prostitute to fawn up my thigh. Right. Can I please just hire one prostitute to fawn up my thigh? It's like, you just want to pose with a woman clinging your... Yes. Yes. Specifically that. Yeah. Me shirtless, too. (laughs) With a chainsaw in my hands and a (laughs) shotgun. Okay, this is getting really specific. I'm going to have to ask why. We'll move on. Um, So, yeah, then they go... the, The whole reason that they suit up ash is that he needs to go down yeah. to the basement to to get those pages that were thrown in there to get, put everything back to good and um he has to confront the witch finds the pages throw them throw them up and then um the the premise is there's two you know sections of this um incantation one if you read it it'll make the evil dead come to flesh as a flesh apparition um, as opposed to just like possessing someone, I guess. Mm. Um, and then the second half is it'll open up a portal that can, you can suck it away, suck it away. And, uh, so she reads the first one, of course, yeah. and forgets about getting to the second one. Um, so there's a big fight and a big battle and Ash is fighting the witch and, and then the big evil dead thing comes and then she reads there's the tree attack is pretty badass there's yeah. the tree the woods become alive possessed with the evil and then this gigantic it's like you know what it's like it's exa- it's a throwback to to king kong in mm. coming in the window you know, mm. with his hand. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, so this tree's face makes up the whole front door, and it's got these big gnashing uh, teeth, and it's uh, it's ready to eat uh, Annie, who is the daughter of the archaeologist. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Ash 
plunges his chainsaw into its eye and it's uh, all this green goop comes out. And then he gets sucked into this portal with with all the evil dead with him, Mm -hmm. his car, his shotgun and his chainsaw hand. And uh, and he lands in 1300 A.D. He falls from the sky. And uh, and they're ready to all these knights are around him and they're ready to put him to death. And then a big, scary dead uh, deadite pterodactyl. Yeah. Starts flying towards him. Boom. He blows it out of the sky like a man might uh, might shoot a uh, a bird or uh, or a clay pigeon. Sure. But it's a deadite. And then he's, you know, and then he's he says groovy. Yeah. Or something. No, he says groovy when he suits up. That's right. He says groovy when he suits up. Yeah. Which is a non sequitur, but it's iconic. It's iconic. Yeah. Yeah. When I told Dustin we would be reviewing Evil Dead 2, he in immediately he just said groovy on yeah. uh, on Facebook. It was great. Um Okay. So can we wrap this yeah, part up? Yeah. Who who would you recommend watch this movie? I mean everyone should see this one. Everyone. I even people that don't like horror movies should see this movie just because it's it's a cult classic. I don't even think it's a cult classic. It's, it's just it's, a classic. classic. Yeah, this is, and 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 this is one of the another thing is this is one of those icon. You know, like if you if you grew up with renting videotapes from the video store, you know the you walked past this right. and saw it and went, oh shit, what's that? That looks that looks creepy as hell. Yeah, uh, this is an iconic c- cover. Yeah. For uh, yeah, I'll agree. Uh, yeah, everybody should go see this. I mean, one. my wife liked it, so you know, Ross, you'll like it too. Yeah, you'll like it too, Ross. Don't worry, buddy. It'll be okay. So with that, um, let's get into it. Came from social media. Yes, it came from social media. To fill the world with terror. To bring you unforgettable suspense. (coughs) What was it? Where did it come from? Who were the all-powerful creatures it brought from social media? And what did they want on Earth? So, It Came From Social Media is a bit where we read things that happened to us over all of our social media platforms for the last week. We This this last week, we had a comment on our... We, we do post every podcast to YouTube, um, so so we do have followers on YouTube. And uh, and this, this comment came in on our Wicker Man uh, review... And it was from Kel Brigan, uh, and he and he and he or she. Uh, I'm, Kel is a relatively ambiguous name, so I'm, I don't want to get it wrong. We're renowned for getting it wrong. Uh, says spoiler alert: some notes about this movie in no particular order. The music is primarily lyrics from Robert Burns, with '70s pseudo folk stylings by Paul Giovanni. I took this to be about showing the roots of paganism that still exist in Western Europe. It's in the dirt slash blood. Hey, at least it's not as bad as Donovan's stuff in the English dubbed version of Brother Sun Sister Moon, um, and. Uh, like the, so the Wicker Man sticks with me. Yeah, it's re- like I'll watch the movie again. Yeah, it's weird. Like I was so I went through so so many different emotions watching that movie of like being really angry that I had to watch this movie to being like blown away at the end. 
He also said, or he or she also says, the song sung at the end is from at least the Middle Ages, just as Ring Around the Rosie is about smallpox, Summer is Incumin in is about the screams of the sacrifices. Sing cuckoo. If you can make out the lyrics in that scene, it's kind of hard to do because they were battling wind. It's even extra special creepy. Um, and then he, he or she provides yeah. a video. Thank you so much, Kel, for... Yeah. It, it goes... If You guys got, should check out that video because this comment goes on and on and on. And there's lots of interesting uh, mentions. Uh, one more thing about it. Um, uh, Summer Isle, uh, which is... Uh, uh, on Summer Isle, witchcraft was illegal in England... Up through 1951, I suspect the movie's a different experience for people who've been raised in a state religion uh, that than it is for like the um, like England mm-hmm. than it is for Americans and our tradition of freedom of religion. This gives a bit of significance to Howie coming to the island with the power of a king. Yeah, yeah. So just a lot of interesting uh, tidbits that Kel brought to us. Thank yeah. you, Kel. Um, yeah, uh, and then, you know, thank you to all of our patrons who have been reaching out to Bryce. Um, Bryce's family has been going through a bit of a whirlwind of misfortune. His his father is is very ill, and, um, and so, you know, he thanked them because they've had—we we talk about this a lot more on, on the Afterpod, and, uh, and all of our patrons reached out— to you and said, you know, said, said, you know, they, they hope you're doing okay. And they offered kind words. Um, Bryce said, you all are very generous with your emotional support and your empathetic, uh, support of horror movie talk. Love Bryce. And I said, you're all like the training bra for our emotions. Um, uh, Wayne Gretzky slash David day. We both said that. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see um, then we had some good poop talk. Yeah, good poop talk on Ruth, Patreon. Ross said, uh, Ross said, I'm hoping for that elusive ghost poop. You know, the one where you've pooped, but when you wipe, nothing. Yeah, and, and Jason responded that to that saying, guess that's better than the sharky, Sharpie marker poop where you wipe like 20 fucking times and there's still shit. And then Ross responds to that, and that is the reason I started using Metamucil. The forever wiping was given was giving me a sore ass. Yeah, this was all instigated because I was talking about being constipated. Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time we talk about constipation. Hot poop talk has been yeah. a staple on horror movie talk. Yeah. It's and, going and back. The, the afterpod, especially. Metamucil, if you're in your mid-30s and you're confused about what's happening to your tum-tum or your bowels or your butt, just take some Metamucil, man. It's it's one of those things that, you know, it's it's for you now. Um, and, uh, you know, Jason sent us uh, this uh, this thing on, um, it was on, Twitter. on Twitter of uh, of of family guy where Chris keeps saying boobies in the back. Boobies. And then they flash him with the the men in black little like, wand memory wiper to get him to stop saying boobies. He said that that's me. Yeah, you gotta you gotta flash me with the Men in Black uh-huh. deal to get me to stop talking about mo- boobies when there's boobies in them. There was no boobies in Evil Dead too. No, unfortunate. Not one single tit. 
so with that, that thank you all for reaching out to us on social media. I'm sorry I couldn't get to all of you, but uh, you know I, I definitely respond to everything I see, and so does Bryce on social media. So if you've got something you want to talk about, if you're having a tough time in these times, reach out to us. Let us know how you're doing and how we can help. And uh, you know we love you very much. And we may be separate, yeah, well, because you know of situations, but we may be a far apart. We're in this together but we're in this together we're close together Mm -hmm. in our hearts horror horror movie talk cares about you buy our shit buy our shit buy our shit (laughs) now (laughs) yeah you guys but seriously um i really hope that everybody is doing well out there and uh and we love you very much and stay tuned for next week when Mm -hmm. we will have another light and breezy (laughs) talk about horror movies here on horror movie talk uh, thank you so much. Check out our website and support your local theater. Go buy some gift certificates at your local theater that shut down. Do that. And uh, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. This is bad country. We're in this together. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> we should record it. Opening and like, we know it. <laughs> I'll record. We're in this together. We know it's hard being separate, but really, we're in this together. We're in this together. Horror movie talk. Apart, but together. Divided. But together. But not divided. <laughs> That's good. I am glad we have some of that. I can cut that out. Yeah, okay. okay. Divided. But together. Being separate. But together. We know it's... <laughs> I'll record. But together. Divided. <laughs> but really... Horror movie talk. Uh, we know it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. But not divided.